This is the Light Goddess Podcast. I am Jude Hotep, the goddess astrologer and life coach. If you are here, it means you are divine feminine entrepreneur and come hell or high water, you will root more love into this world. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Light Goddess Podcast. I am Jude Hotep, the goddess astrologer and life coach. So excited to be here with you today. No one ever taught me how to be myself. They were trying to teach me how to be like them or they're trying to teach me how to be like society. And it's crazy, like really understanding who I am, that all that advice out there, no, it does not work. <laughs> and, and I need to function in life the way that I am honoring every part of who I am and that was not something that came easily that was not something that there was any handbook for or that anyone helped me with and really people did the opposite of helping me with that and it was always trying to make me just get over it or be like them or be better or invest or do more or work harder so if you want to connect to who you really are, come into an astrology reading. And you can book that at thegoddessastrologer.com by clicking the green banner at the top of the webpage. So let's get into this episode. This episode is called Feeling Crazy. I am writing this today to serve as a guidepost for the journey, like the story of Icarus, where he did not have those guides. And... I have not exactly heard of anyone talking about feeling crazy on this ascension journey. I have been feeling crazy lately. My mind has been intensely activated. This has occurred before, and it's it's been a, quite a while ago now. And so this arising as such lately with so much healing and change and movement forward on my goals, it, it used to throw me because... It made me feel like I was going backwards. And many of my clients speak of that feeling of like, oh my God, I'm going backwards and afraid to face the shadow. But what we don't face only strengthens, so we must. We must. This journey is not linear. We have to remember this. The feminine is spiral and our world is made of spirals. The conch shell shape, a symbol of the feminine it's sacred geometry, and it makes up all of life, all of creation. It's found everywhere. And so there's this technique I want to share with you, a huge part of mindset, powerful mindset. I, that word, I know it gets thrown around a lot. A lot of people don't really understand what it means depending on who's throwing it around. But when we say mindset here at Light Goddess, we're talking about handwritten techniques. I use two different techniques in Light Goddess that are handwritten, where you learn how to manage the con the thoughts in your mind. And there's the conscious level of thoughts, there's the subconscious level, there's reprogramming work. And it's really important work. It's a really important aspect of allowing this vehicle of the personality to be a clear channel for the soul to come through. So it's, it is really important work. However, it's not always the right thing to sit down and do that handwritten mindset work. Sometimes that just perpetuates your mind and 
exacerbates it and the mind is really activated the ego's really activated it's kicking your ass it's really beating you up it's just filtering through every negative neural pathway you've ever had in your life and and so it's really it, this huge part of mindset and self-coaching learning that skill which is this skill that changes your life it allows you to be the empowered woman the empowered goddess that is truly who you are, um, that can get doused sometimes. And it's understanding what, when. So too often coaches want to use one solution always, and this is not wisdom. Wisdom is what works, and what works today may not work tomorrow. And so this technique I will share with you is really derived from the studies of esoterics on thoughts. There are um, a few people that have really went deep into this and this work about the mental plane that goes infinitely deep on what the mind is and what thoughts are. We are so soothed when we look at every spiritual teacher and every enlightened one that came back to bring their fire to us, to the people, that they teach to not believe in thoughts, to not be identified with thoughts, to understand them as perceptions, untruths, supposition. Usually not all that useful or helpful for the most part, I mean, some people make a living, you know, and I'm talking about your thoughts that are just not useful or helpful for the most part, your, your, your thoughts, the thinkingness, the mentation. And so, you know, some people make their living out of opinions. And so in the 3D world, in the matrix world, in the overculture, that is how we grew up seeing that most of us, right? I don't know very many people that didn't grow up seeing that and really internalizing that and thinking that that was life and then trying to develop their own opinions about things and so they can argue in debate clubs right and and that it's like the sport to debate opinion which is to me it's just completely how is that interesting or fun or that is like the most boring thing I've ever like I've that's where I'm at. (laughs) Like, I would rather be like cleaning a rocket ship or (laughs) dismantling a carburetor or I don't know, like cleaning up dog poop than doing that. Like really, I would rather be doing so many other things, like more so something fun. But, but I would, I would do, (laughs) I would clean underneath the refrigerator than sit there and debate somebody on their opinions. Nah, I'm good on that. And some people make a living out of just like mentally masturbating all over the place for their line of work, for what they do. And so this technique is to allow the mind to do what it does. When you are feeling crazy, handwritten mindset work that you learn in Light Goddess, my astrological coaching program, is not working. It's not working. Your mind is just spinning further. It's not bringing the mind down and grounding the mind and and questioning the mind and saying, look, you know, look at how these thoughts are just thoughts. They're not real. 
do I really want to and get, you know, what do I want to have occupying my mind? You know, it's not, it's not working. It's not functioning. And it's not about releasing emotion because usually if the mind's spinning, it's an emotion that needs to be released through the body, through somatic work, right? But that's, that's not what it is. It's just the mind having, you know, an ascension symptom for the lack of a better way to say it, really. It's really this, this product of ascending, of going through these massive transformations and changes that we're going through. And so that handwritten mindset is not working particularly at this moment with this way with this thing that you're dealing with right when your mind is spinning and looping and beating you up and and there's spinning where you do release an emotion and it quells the spinning and and the mind just releases and it's great um but that's not this this is and that's why you know discerning having an understanding of mindset work that's why the coaching goes so deep because you begin to develop your own ability to coach yourself and know what when and and to really see around the corners, see through the blind spots with that help and that support and that loving mirror on the journey. And so when the mind is just doing this and speeding you up and it's throwing every old neural pathway at you all at once, you know, what you do, the technique is to allow. You don't deny it's there, but you don't engage it either. It may ticker tape through your mind. It may be going off in the background. There have been many times where I sit at the edge of my bed and I just hold my head and I hold loving space for myself while it all just flashes through until it stops. And it's like, it's just going through, it's going through, it's going through until it stops. At first, when this first started happening, it was really... Uh, distressful. It really caused a lot of emotional distress and, and just like, what is happening to me? And, and didn't really understand what was going on, a lot of confusion, and then thinking, I'm not doing the right things, I'm not doing mindset work, or I'm not doing good, and I'm not, you know, like, trying, and all of this, so much more baggage on top of just the fact that it's happening to begin with, right? And, and so what's happening is that the brain's just kind of flipping like a Rolodex through this or like a ticker tape. It's just like just going through this, right? And then at some point it ceases. And so I find that it, cre- it really creates a clear distress when I'm doing activities or when my clients are doing activities that it really creates a lot of distress. And so the best thing is just to sit down and to allow it to pass through you like a wave it's coming up to pass through and if you don't know what's going on you might be trying to do all the the things that you would do when the mind is feeling like it's activated in a different way that would work where you try to focus on something different or do some mantras um, go into, you know, repeating thoughts that you want to consciously be thinking and, and really purposely focusing your mind on something specific to get it out of the loops, or you sit down and do some handwritten mindset work real quick to kind of release, or you do some emotional release, or you do, or you do conscious distraction. So you go through your repertoire, but 
none of that's working. So then it can be like, what is happening here? And, and like I said, it can just really cause this spinning. And so to understand that, to understand this helps so much. And so I really don't recommend just letting it run in the background or letting it be there and keep driving or keep doing the activity or keep trying to get your shit done. I really don't recommend that. And to be honest, I think it causes more distress. It causes more issue. And here's the thing about that, what esoterics teaches is that that has gravity. It has intensity. It has weight. And what you're wanting to do is to release its hold on you and its gravity on you and on your consciousness, release the, the trigger, the reactivity that it can cause to like make you want to engage it or, or be kind of grasping at, at trying to quell it, which is almost a resistance. And so none of that helps. And it, it, it like almost gives it more power. What we want to do is diminish its power so that it loses power, it loses power, it gets less, 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 and then eventually it fades away. It's some old karmic karmic pattern or karmic memory that's releasing, and this is how it's presenting. It's really peculiar. And so I treat it, and I speak with clients to treat it like a wave, like a wave of grief. When you're grieving... You have waves of grief that come over you, right? And it might last for like 20 minutes or an hour and it's just this wave and it's so intense and so powerful and just coming through you and you're really in it and feeling it and you're going through it. And usually with grief, people actually slow down for the first time in their life and listen and hear like, oh, okay, maybe I just need to find some stillness. Maybe I need to slow down and have some slow moments, and be present, and, you know, it's usually an illness, or an injury, or, you know, a loved one dying, that often is what it takes to wake someone up, and so when you have that wave of grief, people often do slow down, and let that grief pass through, and then they go about their day and it passes through and they're going on and it comes back up later and it's just so overwhelming and overpowering and sit down and kind of cry it out or let it pass through or all the memories are, are running through your mind and then it subsides and then it you move on. It's kind of like a burn. I caught my hand on fire once and the doctor was trying to like peel the skin off and I was like, you got to stop. And it would just be like a few, like 30 seconds. I don't even know, like a couple seconds probably just when, when it was like, okay, just a tiny bit less pain. And I'm like, okay, just wait. Cause it was like sending the relay messages to my brain and what was happening. And so it was just a tiny bit less painful, like every however many seconds. And then it was on, off, on, off. I'm like, can you just wait for the re, you know, wait for this moment to do it and then do it fast. And they didn't understand what the hell I was talking about. And they're just like trying to pump me up with more morphine, which did not work. It did not do anything. And so I'm like, I really don't want more drugs. I really just, yeah, <laughs> it was, um, it was a painful experience, but it's kind of like that. It's that wave that passes through, then it subsides. Then it comes back whenever it comes back, and then it subsides. Then it comes back again, and it gets less and less and less, and it diminishes as it goes. And so there is this, and so it's allowing, 
it's a it's stopping what you're doing is what really helps and many people don't want to stop they really resist that and it's like you're it might be five minutes it might be 20 minutes it might be however long but care for yourself and nurture yourself and it'll help you not feel crazy to really be like okay this is what's actually occurring I'm having some ascension response the mind's kind of in this temporary madness and it's really throwing me and just stop and allow it to flutter through your consciousness without attaching to it but really without resisting that it's there the resisting it being there causes way more distress than you need to even experience because it is there you didn't make it show up it showed up that part you don't control so many people in the spiritual community I end up cleaning up after because, and coaches, because they tell people that it shouldn't be there, you know, that you're not doing your work or that something's, you know, you're off somehow, that it's, that it's there that showed up. And so why one may feel crazy to begin with, right? When you're hearing these kind of messages and, you know, you try not to let it in, but some of it still gets in, right? And there's no end to the peculiarities and strangeness and the many shapes and costumes releasing and healing and purging and surrendering and ascending that come in, that, you know, these peculiarities come in. So it is as unique as there are people and just as many variations. You are not crazy. The fear that can come up around that because women often have a crazy trigger. I really like Whitney Cummings and she she's a comedian. She used to have this sitcom and she would like scream it in this really funny way with her voice about her husband like calling her crazy. Like, Don't call me crazy. <laughs> like it's really funny um, the way she said it. But, you know, like here's the reason. This is a common way women were dismissed. And once called crazy in public forever, the community has, as a whole, disregarded her. She's no longer credible, which means she's no longer effective at bringing the sacred feminine. And so it's, it is the end of your livelihood when you're talking about back in the day. So the root of it reaches down into the gut level survival places within. There have always been ways the dark would use to suppress the feminine and the crazy label has been one of them that's been really common like she's hysterical always describing women disproportionate to what is actually happening and how they're actually behaving on top of which having an opinion about how they're behaving at all so many men over the years I, I'm just like why do you have an opinion on my emotional state to begin with that's none of your business it always like trying to like lay, especially cops try to pull that, but, um, but always, you know, just describing women disproportionate to what's going on. And that trigger often made women more irate. And so they become hysterical because what was really happening was psychic manipulation. That's not really evident on the surface to most people at a conscious level, but they know what they're doing and you know it. And there's not much you can do to like refute it. And, and so, you know, one of the things is to get really calm and quiet. That really makes them confused. And, you know, everyone has to gain more stillness just to hear what you're saying. So <laughs> that's one of the ways to kind of deal with people who try to pull, pull that psychic manipulation. So feeling crazy can connect to something very unconscious and very triggerable, very subliminal 
or subconscious or karmic that is not in your conscious awareness and so it's easy to push down and try to deny how you are feeling and what is happening with your mind when the mind is going through these activations because it's on a subconscious level like oh I'll be labeled as crazy and then outcasted and then won't be able to survive you know it just goes into these limbic places it can really activate the limbic brain where survival fear is activated it can trigger karmic memories that are not in your conscious awareness and yet you're reacting to them right not really understanding what you're reacting to even so the technique really works when you just let your mind do its thing it comes on like a wave don't label it as wrong or bad or shouldn't be happening it is happening you're not crazy. You're ascending. There's not a handbook for this as far as I know, except this podcast. Uh, You know, there's 300 episodes where I talk about this stuff and really have worked to help people on this journey um, with what comes up on the ascension journey. I don't really know of anything out there as of yet that really discusses the real shit we're going through that is peculiar and fucking weird and really beyond beyond and makes you feel worse about all of the things you are already working on to not feel bad about you know to really heal and grow through so you're not alone you we are all doing this individually it is a unique process for each of us I also haven't felt you know, like I wanted to peel my skin off and run down the road in a really long time, but that came up this week. So, and it's an interesting week and, you know, that's an ascension experience that I haven't had in like well over a year. And so it's not linear. You're not going backwards. In all reality, what I understand that these types of experiences, experiences suggest is that there's a massive upgrade and shift occurring right now so I find it best to take the time you need from your schedule your day to allow this wave of the mind madness to pass through love yourself through it hold that loving space and then go about your day it comes up again take a break hold loving space for you and let it pass through One thing to know is that when you let it pass through like this, it diminishes. So each time will be less and less and less. Know that perhaps it doesn't feel less on the surface, but the karmic load underneath it is less. This is much of what the esoterics work really teaches and helps us to understand. It loses its gravity and intensely first karmically and first in memory and then you'll finally see a difference in your conscious awareness of it. So this technique is powerful in ultimately clearing this karmic madness, this karmic baggage, whatever it is. And you got this goddess. I just knew it was really important to share this today. This week is a bit of a doozy and March has a lot of pressure to it while also having great forward movement in the planets and lots of creative energy. I'm sending you so much love on this journey. We are ticking up to a full moon, so understand that energies are intensifying. Um, I'll talk to you on the next episode. There's episodes six days a week. I didn't have role models for vibrational business and transmission marketing and running my business on my fierce feminine flow and being in that connection to myself and really disregarding outside voice and everybody else's opinion about how to run my business or or what you have to do to make it. And so if you want to connect into your feminine financial flow, into that flow uprising, that creative connection to, to you and to source, to stop saying yes when you mean no, 
then get into a goddess call. It's a $123 assessment for the Light Goddess Coaching Program where you'll walk away with a shift on some struggle bus you got right now and a copy of your natal birth chart. You can book that at thegoddessastrologer.com. Please rate and uh, subscribe to this podcast because it helps the metrics, helps other women find it. And if you know someone in your life that you can think of right now that would benefit from this episode, go ahead and share it with them right now. You can either text them or take a screenshot and send it to them, or you can post it on your social media. Do whatever you have to to get them to listen to this inspiring podcast. And until next time, remember to bring more love, feed your light, and grow through the darkness. Hey goddesses, this has been the Light Goddess Podcast. I'm Jude Hotep, the goddess astrologer and life coach. If you'd like to step in to your highest light and power, you can book a goddess call with me at thegoddessastrologer.com. If you would like the Divine Feminine Financial Healing Guide where I go into your moon and your past lives, your emotions, how to nurture your moon, and the medicine that you bring along with so much more is packed into this guide. You can download that at thegoddessastrologer.com.